Hello everyone. Well, some guy in Austin and I are ready to discuss hometown dates. In this episode, we unpack so many important questions, such as, is Gabby's family the nicest of them all? Who is wearing sunglasses inside like Ariel's mom right now? Line dancing, yay or nay? And what says I love you like making someone assemble an Ikea bookcase? Who is excited about Charity being our next bachelorette? I know this is a podcast, but I need you to understand. I'm raising my hand right now, like a dork. Hey everyone, I'm Lindsay and welcome to the I Hate Green Beans podcast. During each episode, I'll be discussing television, movies, music, and books with friends who love pop culture as much as I do. For those of you wondering, yes, we will be talking about the Bachelor franchise. And no, I do not want to try your grandmother's famous green bean casserole recipe. But thanks for offering. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. So much is about to happen. I'm so excited. It's episode 292 of the I Hate Green Beans podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay. I'm here with some guy in Austin who's not in Austin. You're some guy in where? Bernie? I'm I'm in Ingram, Texas, right near Kerrville, right in the middle of hill country. And, um... It's been a wonderful few days uh, hanging out here. I woke up this morning in uh, Bandera, Texas, which is the cowboy capital of the world. Ooh, nice. And, yeah, just been doing a bunch of Central Texas stuff and having a great time. It's uh, it's nice to get away from, you know, $14 appetizers and, uh, <laughs> you know, $25 entrees in the big city. So. Instead, you have $14 nachos and... Yeah, fourteen dollar French fries with cheese and chili on it. Chili cheese fries, exactly. Yum. That's how you do spring break right there. I went to the rodeo last night. Speaking of cowboy capital of the world, and there was a a bull rider named Creek. Nice like, down by the creek. Creek is the new Cody, I guess. Right? I guess so. Just a couple of years ago, every one of those guys was either from Argentina or named Cody. <laughs> That's very true. And um, if your name is Stetson, don't you have to be some sort of rodeo something? It's just in the name. Yeah. I mean, you got you, you name a kid Cody, uh, you might as well buy him a belt buckle and a rope. <laughs> um, we saw Kenny Chesney perform, who I've Ooh. never seen before. <laughs> no. Um, what do you think is the most popular Kenny Chesney song? If you had to just say something off the top of your head, how would you answer that? I don't know, but I'm going to, I'm going to guess it's about spring break. <laughs> well, in my head, it's, she thinks my tractor's sexy. Yeah. I don't right? That's probably the only one I could name. And what, what's the one about summertime? That's, yeah. the only, <laughs> that's the only two I know. And they sufficiently annoy me to where I don't want to be associated with <laughs> He did sing the summertime, so that's the one where he goes in the yoo-hoo, in the floorboard. Did he have sleeves on his custom t-shirt? No. I mean, yes, 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 he did. He did. He had sleeves, um, but he didn't sing She Thinks My Tractor's Sexy, which I would think would be just normal to have on a rodeo set list. Um, Do you know what debuts in one day? Like, what's happening tomorrow? Mm Mm-hmm. It's happening tomorrow, which is St. Patrick's Day. Has nothing um, to do with St. Patrick's Day. Then I don't know. I'm not not aware of any sort of debut. What's going on? 
<laughs> doesn't surprise me. Um, Taylor Swift's Eras Tour begins tomorrow. Well, of course. I've got that circled on my calendar. <laughs> You're not going? What? <laughs> I do believe in you, just like I believe in Zach Shalcross, finding love. He's going to do it. Transition, excellent transition. <laughs> I'm not sure he's going to do it. Um, <laughs> But if he does it, he's going to be looking at what's your name going like, we could have met on Bumble because she lives in Austin. Uh, That's Katie. exactly right. Katie does. Like, yeah. I could have bumbled you and avoided all this mess. <laughs> he wouldn't have nearly 100,000 Instagram followers, though, if he had just bumbled her. That's true. Um, so I thought the hometowns, you know, I guess we're transitioning now to, to yeah. uh, our own self-centered um, banter to, to The Bachelor. I actually did watch in real time, uh, which I don't oh. usually do. I know, but I felt like it. Gave, but it was it was on Hulu, so there's no commercials. Oh, that's um, helpful. Yeah, so the day after, I guess, and I watched it straight through, not with you know pausing or anything. Um, a couple of the hometowns I've got some opinions on. I just mm-hmm. hate to see what I think is a pretty nice girl with a pretty good shot have her family just ruin any chance of. <laughs> Their future. And that happened yeah. at least once in the show. I think so. Um, I do. I think so. I think all in all, it was um, typical for what we have on hometown dates. I feel like there's always a simple one where everything goes great. There's nothing happening and they always go first. And then I feel like there's always a family issue and then I feel like there's a fake out issue where you think the family's going to hate you, but in the end, they really do like you. Mm-hmm. And then I always feel like there's that um, moment where, like you say, somebody says something that just kills the vibe and kills the mood and makes it to where he's done. Because yeah. like you say, you are marrying into the family too. And if he doesn't see himself wanting to be in that family, nope. Not going to do it. Let's go one by one, though. The first one was Gabby. Now, and I want to say something up front. Yes. This was one of the most well-thought-out, well-meaning okay. hometown visits I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And I think it was lost on Zach. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Tell me what you mean by that. Explain well, a little bit. She went with her, you know, again, she's owning the maple syrup thing, which is great. Yeah. But. Is there anything prettier than Vermont in fall? I mean, it was just like she had planned the perfect location. It was well thought out. She had the whole maple syrup thing and the fake one, the Aunt Jemima one, which he picked out. Um, (laughs) As his favorite. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I just thought there was something lost. I thought it was a lot of effort on her part. And she really, it was really, it just seemed really thoughtful to me. Um, And then her family couldn't have been lovelier. Her sister seemed great. Um, Yep. And even like her brother didn't say a word, but even he seemed open. The parents seemed really sweet. So I thought she had the best family. I think so too. And, and she went first and there's nothing to say other than her dad believes in true love. And the minute he saw her mother, he knew. And so he thinks, sure, she can fall in love with Zach. Have at it. Why not? Go for it, kid. It's refreshing to find someone who just buys into the formula. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yeah. Kevin was all, let's do this. (laughs) They even got into like the Airbnb house without much trouble, it looks like. (laughs) So Gabby was uneventful. She gets a rose. We all figured she would be in the end anyway. Yep. Let's move on to Ariel. Oh boy. 
This was the one, um, I'm going to let you take the reins on this, but let me set it up. It, she wanted it to be very New York and she wanted it to be very Jewish. Mm-hmm. And she had no problem with um, her family. It, it seemed to me like she wasn't intimidated or distracted or frustrated by her family um, taking on the role of we're going to ask the tough questions and we're going to get in, in, you know, let me take you aside and really talk to you. She, she didn't seem bothered by any of that, that, that did not surprise her. I will also say before you start um, that the women didn't speak the brother, Bobby, his wife never spoke and the mom who wore her sunglasses inside. And I may have (laughs) clapped for that because I thought, wow, She's awesome. And um, she never spoke either. Yep. So. so very traditional. You know, what struck me was just the the Arctic breeze style warmth that that family exuded. <laughs> Talk about feeling welcome, you know. I mean, uninterested in this nonsense. Just stoic Russians. Yep. Um, Literal. You know, Escape the Soviet yes. Union. It's yeah. Soviet Union, still crushes. Very, 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 um, not just ethnically Jewish, but culturally Jewish too, mm-hmm. which means they're just, you know, they're probably just, we're waiting for him to have horns, you know, when he walks through the door. <laughs> That's a tough gig. You know, I, I, um, I don't know, you know, it, even dating within the Christian religion, if you're serious about being religious, like if you're a Protestant dating a Catholic or whatever, mm-hmm. that presents issues. And I, so I can't imagine what, how they saw him. I think the brother was very, very skeptical. Um, but to your point, the women didn't say a word. The brother was unbelievably rude. Yes. Uh, in that situation. And she seemed yes. to just, that's what she expected probably because that's what she's always grown up with. Exactly. Oh, yep. That's his personality. Oh, well, mm-hmm. the only saving grace at the end was when the dad, um, said to her, and I was surprised at this. He said, you know, I'm skeptical of this and, you know, your brother's an a-hole and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And he said, however, we trust your judgment. And if you yep. decide you have our blessing, yep. I think it's the best thing you can do for your kids at that point. She's an adult, right? And yep. you have to just trust what you've done as a parent. And once the decision's made, you got to support it. Now, do they really want her to marry? Um, nope. Guy is, is white and Christian <laughs> and as America as Zach. Hell no. They want the guy that, you know, grew up down the street from her that, you mm-hmm. know, family and whatever. Um, but yeah, I, I thought that that was what I was referring to earlier. I felt like Ariel might've bought into the process with the separation, but she just got dumped back into that environment when she, she did her hometown. Yeah. Um, and then the final thing is, have you ever eaten tongue? <laughs> I think so. Once when I was in the Ukraine, <laughs> but never on purpose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah. I, I, I mean, she did the. This tastes like tongue. <laughs> and then he was like, "This is good." Yeah. Hi, hello, tongue. Um, um, she took him to pizza, eat pizza. They went to a deli and had tongue sandwiches. They went to fish. a coffee shop that was a speakeasy. Yeah. And then they meet the family. And and you said the brother was rude. What we mean by that is he would say, you know, I'm skeptical. And Zach is saying, of course you're skeptical. This is a weird situation. But he's 
his whole thing was, what's my sister's middle name? When is her birthday? You don't even know these answers. And I think Zach handled himself really well in that situation where he looked at the camera later and he said, there's nothing I could have said or done that would have won this guy over. He's just skeptical of the process. We've talked about this. Zach has a certain amount of self-confidence, self-awareness for a 26-year-old guy. Um, Yep. Both agree with that. And same with Sean Lowe. I think it's no no coincidence that they got paired as, uh, you know, Buddies. whatever, action boyfriend, mm-hmm. whatever you call it. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was the same type of thing with, Air, uh, uh, what's her name, sister? The Desiree sister, a brother mm-hmm. uh, with him. Like, he just had to kind of sit there and take it. But then he says, yeah, I get it. You know, and uh, you could tell right. he wasn't very impressed with the guy. But yeah, you just sit there and take your licks and, you know, eat some tongue. <laughs> <laughs> I do, I will point out that when when Zach was talking to the dad, he said, "I'm nervous," and the dad said, "Well, you should be." Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> I know. If the dad's Italian, that's a wholly different story in New York. But 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 mm-hmm. um, you know what though? Like, uh, I, when when um, the brother said something about why is she special, or you know what, but before he really started laying into him, I think Zach just should have paused and been like, "Look, man." I ate tongue and gavilt the fish. If that doesn't tell you something, <laughs> nothing will. Hello. <laughs> I am willing to eat yeah. your gavilt fish. I eat this stupid food. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been Where's it. Where's a yarmulke? I will put it on. Where is one? Yeah, as long no, as it doesn't okay. my hair. So how do you, do you think, look, if you're ranking them, that had to be like three out of Four or four, four. I was a fourth place for me. I thought that was the worst time. Oh, definitely. I thought it was a fourth place too. And that's what's that's what's unfortunate is we've said from the beginning, Ariel is not the end person, but he's taking her as far as he can get her. And I just feel like, in my opinion, he projects that she's out of his league, and he's well, just excited to get to be with her. Now, here's here's the other thing I thought because once I met the family, it was clear. Um, I think they've probably had entire dinners amongst each other where nobody smiled or laughed. <laughs> um, so I, I think he's, he's mistaking, Oh, she's very mysterious and she's very close to the vest. I, I'm not convinced of that anymore. I think she might just be a little boring. Boring. Okay. Yeah. A little, a little boring. Um, okay. but you know, look, I think, I think the family didn't do her any favors. That's true. Um, let's talk about charity. She was the third one. And this was that she flipped it on its side and she said, we're meeting my family first and then we're going to go on our date. And so they just went to the back house. I don't know if it was in Georgia. I don't know if it was the family's real house or a staged house, but they had fried chicken and okra and collard greens and this wonderful spread of a picnic and everybody was happy and fun and emotional and everybody's crying because charity's heart was broken once upon a time, but now she has another shot at love. I thought the brother, you know, they played that up last week. Like he was a big jerk. I thought the brother was great. Yeah. He's not sweet guy. And they had that moment where they cried, you know, and clearly loves his sister, not in a possessive way, but in a way where he wants the best for her. Um, He communicated that well to Zach. He was very respectful to Zach. Um, yeah, I liked the brother a lot and I liked her family. They're very welcoming. Yep. Um, it was so interesting to me because I kept thinking, why, why are they not showing Zach have a conversation with anyone? It showed, 
They showed Charity have a conversation with her brother, her friends, her dad, her mom. But we never saw Zach talk to anybody. Because she's an ex-Mithorette. Well, I thought that was so weird, but I think you're right. I think that's why they did it because they're trying. Well, obviously they have already announced her as the next bachelorette, but they were trying to groom that situation where we like her and she's lovable and look how cute. And oh my gosh, she's so emotional because she wants love so bad. And I think that's why they did it. I think you're, you're exactly right. Cause they knew the next night or the next airing of an episode that's what was going to be announced how do you feel about her being the next bachelorette do you think that's a good choice do you think that's a logical choice yeah she seemed she seemed nice i think i, I think we always liked her i mean you know we, we I yeah. made a lot of dirty jokes uh about the name, but, <laughs> you know it's gonna be funny is when the tables are reversed now and she comes home with four dudes you know oh, so, yeah <laughs> hmm. So you think the parents are going to roll out the red carpet for those yeah, guys. We'll see. I don't know. They might not roll out the collard greens, but they'll certainly be, you know, receptive. They, they seemed on board. I, I liked they her. Did. I, think, um, uh, I don't think it was a good fit for Zach. There was something, you know, off there, but I, I, th- I do think he was impressed with her family. I do too. Um, not enough to keep her around though. Cause obviously he didn't give her a rose at the end of this um, episode, but I did want to talk about, then they went on their date and their date was line dancing. Would you like to remind the listener what you and I, how we feel about line dancing? Nobody line dances in Texas, even though everybody thinks they do. Um, <laughs> by the way, if you're going to line dance, it'd probably be at a Kenny Chesney concert. <laughs> it was probably right. So, uh, yeah, I'm not a big, and not, not a big, not a fan at all. Um, of that. And, um, yeah, it's, there's a sign. I think I've said this before. There's a, there's a famous bar here or there in Austin called, um, broken spoke and, uh, it's world famous broken spoke. And, uh, they recently put a sign up uh, on the dance floor. It says no line dancing violators will be sent back to California. <laughs> <laughs> it's a choice. It's a choice that we do not make in Texas, but it was a choice. They were in Georgia her whole, she was very, very nervous about telling him that she loved him. She wanted to drop that L-bomb and she decided to do it after talking to her family and after line dancing. She chooses to tell him this in the alleyway between the line dancing place and the you know falafel house next door. And she tells him she loves him between kisses, like as they're making out. Yeah. She have, sort of shoves it in there. Thoughts on that? Um, have you noticed there's been a preponderance of alleyway brick wall yes. molestation this season? It's, yes. it's uncanny. I mean, every he prefers a brick wall make out. Yeah. He's like Jack the Ripper. <laughs> how did you tell your Jack wife the, the first time you said, I love you? How did you tell her that? Um, we were at, uh, Billy Bob's <laughs> line dancing before, no, no, two stepping <laughs> to Fort Worth at a, um, Dwight, Yoke, Nelson. Dwight, Dwight Yoakam. Yoakam. I was so close. Dwight Yoakam. Had, uh, my buddy Scott was there and, and, uh, we had, uh, he had, uh, got set up with one of her friends and, uh, we went on a, a date there and, uh, we were watching Dwight and, uh, and uh, we got a picture on that stuffed bull thing I still have to this day. But that was the first time I, I uttered those words. On the bull? No. Oh. I picked, a, I picked, I picked a romantic uh, Dwight song when we were dancing in the crowd there. And 
a drop. Oh, okay. Well, that's smooth. I'll allow it. You know what On she the said? Bowl, I might have been like, mm. what did she, she say? Thank you. You're special too. <laughs> you didn't tell me for like two weeks after that. I was like. <laughs> that's why I love her so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now I'm buying cowboy hats and going to the <laughs> 10 years later. Has it been 10 years? April will be 10 years. Shut your face right now. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Where does time go? Zach was in high school. (laughs) Zach was in high school. (laughs) So was Katie. Oh my gosh. She's she's such a baby. This was an interesting um, hometown date too because they're both in Austin. Like you said, they could have met on Bumble. And so her date was, hey, run errands with me and do some, you know, light handiwork around the house. Fix some stuff in my starter house. (laughs) My favorite was how that, how they're just unpacking the Ikea thing. And then, and then uh, like, you know, toward the end of the segment, you look and it's just still scattered all over the floor. Oh, he didn't know how to put it together. Yeah. Well, sad. Um, She also asked him, what's your favorite noodle? How would you answer that question? <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm being for real. <laughs> I <you> know. <laughs> he said it said a lot about him, and then he picked one. She's like, "Oh, that's a good choice." Um, I don't know what I fe- you know. I do prefer. I don't. I do prefer like a like a flat like a a fettuccine type of noodle to a, like a round spaghetti noodle. If that says anything about me. Oh, interesting. And I do. Are you, are like you a bow tie noodle man? Well, I was going to say, I do prefer like a smaller, uh, a smaller, you know, pasta noodle, like a bow tie okay. pasta or something to a, a long stringy noodle. Very How about you? Good. Do you have a favorite noodle? I do not have a favorite noodle, but I didn't even know that was a thing until Laura said to me one time, yeah, I don't like penne pasta. I said, why? And she went, I don't know. I just don't like it. Yeah, it's all man. The same I prefer thing. a bow tie. Yeah, and I went, huh. Yeah, it's a interesting. So, I, you know, I do like like risotto, but I'm not sure that that's technically a noodle. I guess it is like a tiny little thing. Is that still yeah, a noodle? I would think so. Yeah. Okay. Well, I like a risotto type of noodle. <laughs> These are trying- the things we learn about each other on yeah. the podcast. Yeah, this is, this is, that is, that's exactly what uh, Kevin should have asked uh, Zach. Like, <laughs> My sister's favorite noodle, which would have been a great. <laughs> well, she'll probably change your mind after the fantasy suite, Kev. <laughs> so he doesn't put together her bookcase. He changes a light bulb, whatever. And then they go meet her family. And it's, it's kind of uneventful. She's the one who's had men in her life leave. Her brother's the only one who hasn't ever left her. And so there was a lot of women there an aunt, a grandmother, her mom. And there were a lot of tears because Katie thought if my mom doesn't like him, then this is over. So she was really nervous, but the mom liked him. It was fine. So two things I noticed, first of all, there were a lot of red flags, like just the amount of like abandonment and male, you know, just from the male species or male gender she had experienced was, was shocking. So that, that will definitely resurface you know, down the road, but and I'm saying she's not a nice person. It just clearly had an effect on the whole family. Mm-hmm. Um, and then back to charity, everyone loved charity, except you could see the one man hater friend. Yeah. Uh, she had a man hater friend. 
I didn't get any of that in Katie's deal. I thought all of them viewed like the dad and the stepdad is leaving as sort of a tragedy, but none of them seemed bitter. Right. Yes. You know, which I think is encouraging. But you know what did strike me was when Katie was talking to her mom and her mom, they clearly told her to delay her blessing because she was like, well, here, this and this and pros and cons. And mm-hmm. But she was like a really sweet person and she finally gave her blessing. Katie looked like a six-year-old girl who had just been told good job by her mom. She was so yeah. relieved. Um, and you could tell that that was her giving herself permission to permission. So yeah, to so I think, in love. Right. So I think uh, she's in. Um, we can talk about who our favorite pick is next, but um, I definitely yeah. have some opinions. It, it's definitely between her and uh, Gabby Reese's, Reese's Pieces. <laughs> Here's the thing, though, as we anticipated and as I suggested, still not confirmed, but we did get a little bit more information. He does go into next week, which when did we start calling it sex week? That's awful. But we're going There's, into sex week. Yeah, there um, was a woman in the I didn't watch women tell all, but I did see like snip, snippets online. There was some 70 year old woman with a sex week shirt on. Did you oh see that? Gosh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, truth talk. I watched it mostly in fast forward, but I can give you some little hints and tips about what happened with that besides charity being announced as a new bachelorette. But I think what's going to happen next week is he's boldly proclaiming, Hey, we're not going to have sex. No one is going to do anything promiscuous in the fantasy suites. And then it, it just showed Jesse above and beyond saying, are you sure <laughs> you will be tempted? Can you do this? And Zach's going, yes, I can. And so yeah. apparently I'm assuming Gabby goes first and nothing happens. And then I can't tell if it's Ariel. I'm assuming it's Ariel or Katie. And he ends I'm up sleeping sweet. with someone and then they convince him, well, you have to go tell everybody that you did that. I think it's Katie. You do? Yep. Okay. Do you think that that blows up enough for Gabby to leave or Ariel to be mad or what? How do you think that happens? Um, Yeah. I mean, I think if anyone self eliminates, it's Ariel. I think Gabby is sort of codependent. I think we get that from her. Mm -hmm. Um, I think she sticks around but cries a lot. Uh, This is pure speculation, by the way. I have no friendly reference. And I think uh, uh, Katie's probably upset that. You know, she tempted him like Mephistopheles with the, you know, the apple or whatever. And, uh, you know, we'll see. It's like very Faustian, you know. Okay. Do maybe, you maybe. think, who's who's last two standing? Who goes home next week? Uh, I think Arrow goes home. I do too. And I think you got Who Gabby. do you think's last one standing? Katie. Me too. Because I think it's it's too easy for him to just be like, great, going back to Austin. Right. Right. And she's the nurse and she's malleable, like we talked about, but her family's Mm -hmm. there, you know, and, and, and again, the, you know, she doesn't have a fixer upper. She's got to start her home with really fake issues. So he won't have to work that hard. Mm -hmm. Maybe he paints a wall or (laughs) tightens a screw here and there, but he's not going to have to, you know, pull out any old tile or old, old cabbage tree and and redo it. Okay. Look, before you get into the women tell all, because I know you have some some things, and I apologize for not being physically capable of watching that. I just can't bring myself to do it. Did Holland say anything 
And and just to refresh your memory, do you remember Holland? Yes. Drunk it girl. Probably, it probably has taken her the better part of the eight weeks to sober up from night one. Her liver is finally done metabolizing all the alcohol mm. she had. Did mm. she say anything? I don't think she's done because she wasn't there. <laughs> <laughs> she's still detoxing. <laughs> Bless her. Yeah. Yeah. They do a pretty decent job of of making sure the ones who are on the stage are probably about 15 of them, 15 to 20. But it is interesting that you mentioned that one because Christina Mandrell barely said a word, if one, and she chose to take a more demure demeanor. And she was very quiet, very, um, you know, chin down, remorseful looking. And a lot of people were saying mean things about her. And then this one girl named Olivia said, I'm sorry. She was on the back row. She was the very first one on the back row. She said, I'm sorry, but I just have to say, I love Christina. And I like how you go in and say what you mean. And you're bold. And I think that's awesome. And then Kat with a K so the cat who just got kicked off in Budapest, she okay. said, um, what do you know? You got kicked off night one, <laughs> <laughs> which is, you know, probably what people are thinking. And this Olivia girl turns to Kat, who, you know, is pretty much in third place. She's she's right beside Charity. She's right beside Jess. Well, and and she know, said, Still stings too, you know, that she. Oh, yeah. She said to Kat, Well, you're one to talk. You went very far and he got rid of you. So, what does that say about your personality? (laughs) And I'm like, What? (laughs) And everybody was kind of clapping. So, I thought, Man. And then um, Brooklyn and Kat got into it again. I think they had them, they had Jess sitting in between them. And they were scrappy. It was dumb. And then they had Anastasia. And remember, she was the one who they said, she's just here to get Instagram followers. Yeah, yeah. And then she was the one who said she thought that Kylie was aggressive and she was scared or something. Mm -hmm. So they went into all of that. And Kat with a C, do you remember her? She was blonde and had big eyes. She, she always looks like her eyes are wide open. She probably is a nurse, but I think she was a dancer. Her eyes were always way wide open and she always do cat moves because her name's Kat. I remember. Um, her, yeah. She said, you know, I have the receipts that show you were here for the wrong reasons that all you wanted was more followers. I have the receipts. And Laura looked at me, she goes, what does that mean? And I said, that means you have proof. Yeah, and then yeah. that other girl who was a makeup artist named Victoria, who I sort of yeah. liked, but then um, she looked way different. And she said, I know that you have a boyfriend whenever wow. you came on the show. And so, and I just kept thinking, who among us cares about yeah. any of this is what well, I was asking. What about, um, what about um, Doomy Daily Bailey? Was she? She wasn't there either. <laughs> All my favorites were gone. I know. I know. Jess was there and she was able to get some clarification, sort of. And what we learned is what we thought. It was all miscommunication. And mm-hmm. she, But she was very proud of the way she handled herself. Oh, well, that was good. I didn't sense her bad. I, I, may, I may even, um, 
uh, check out the DVR and just check out those moments you've described. <laughs> you don't need to. <laughs> I think I did a good job. <laughs> That's what I called a recap. Um, I think you said earlier, speaking of pulling it out and leaving it out in the open, um, how do you think fantasy suites go? Do you think it's a traditional uh, no. Palmer leaves the card with the key and then he says no right away? Oh, I see what you're saying. Um, yeah. Well, no, because Zach does not want traditional fantasy suites. Well, that's what I'm so saying. So skeleton so keys are going to have to yeah, but go back in the prop box. But they got they got to bait him. So do you think they just they still give him the option of the room and then yes. he's like, oh, we're going to talk. Right. Then, you know. <laughs> right. Hello. Hello. Let's yeah. discuss things here horizontally on the bed. Yes, because it does show most of them in some sort of hotel room environment. Yeah. So they're just going back to get to know each other and have non-camera time. Of course. Of course. Yeah. That's all that's happening here. Yeah. But he does say to Jesse or the camera, a beautiful moment was stolen. What, what does that even mean? <laughs> and then he goes, the, the best part is you see somebody walking around the beach and you hear him say, I've been intimate. <laughs> who, who talks like that? Nobody talks like that. That was the beautiful moment that was stolen. Really? Because I kept thinking... We we discussed this though because we thought the beautiful moment had to have been whoever he slept with, and now he feels like that beautiful moment is stolen because the result of the sleeping has trickled into the both of the other women, and they are irate and frustrated and mad, and then probably the girl he sleeps with gets some sort of flack for it too, and so she feels bad, and you know, now that beautiful moment is ruined. Have you ever been in a hotel room that offers the intimacy kit? That's a new thing, by the way. What? You know how they offer like the, the M&Ms and the booze and the little refrigerator thing? Yeah. And now, uh, all W hotels do this for sure because I've been, you know, I travel. Uh, there's an intimacy kit that you can actually break out and, you know, look for the right <laughs> occasion. And it's got exactly what you might imagine. An intimacy I have kit. no idea. <laughs> Let me guess. Handcuffs. Hello. She thinks my tractor sexy. It really turns her on. She's always staring at me while I'm chugging along. Hey, thank y'all for listening, and a big shout out to last night's game for managing our official bachelor bracket. We still have Danae in first place with Liz and Jamie and Allison right behind. If you'd like to read a recap of Zach's season, head on over to IHateGreenBeans.com for years and years and years of content. Remember, one of the best things you can do to support a podcast is to review the show on iTunes. It would be an honor if you headed over there and left us your thoughts. Make sure to follow me on all the socials. You can find me at Lindsay on Twitter and at Lindsay Ray on Instagram and Facebook. And don't forget to check out my real books, Why I Hate Green Beans, and It's a Love Story. You can find them wherever books are sold. Y'all stay safe, have courage, and be kind out there until we're together again. Love you, mean it. Texas forever. One more teeny weeny ride before I take her home. She thinks my trap sexy it really turns her on she's always staring at me while I'm